who does she think she is? Apparently a woman completely unaffected by your opinion. Apparently someone walking through life who really doesn't care what you think of her. I think that's who she is. So as women, there's this really unfortunate secret girl code. And we're all supposed to live by this code of abandoning ourselves, saying yes when we want to say no, saying no when we want to say yes, playing small, hiding, not being too confident, not promoting ourselves, not living life fully self-expressed. And when women, and you and I are those women, start breaking that code, and deciding we don't want to live by that code anymore, there will be women who feel threatened. You and I will and maybe still do feel threatened from time to time. This episode is about what happens when we see a woman living that way and what our response is to that before, during, and after we've discovered who we really are. There is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to Be You Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Be You. I hope you're having a lovely day. If you're beginning your day, I wish you the best day ever. So today we are chatting about confidence. Women, not just not supporting women, but when we attack each other, either quietly and privately and secretly or out loud, and all of us do this, by the way, and the sign that you and I are growing, how we show up when we are growing into the woman we always were meant to be, which means, again, not becoming her, but excavating her because she is there. You and I already are that person. We've just had so much gunk and pain and stories and trauma and life experience and programming from society and living up to the expectations of others that has covered us up. And as we peel those layers back and shed those things and we dig through to find the real us, we realize that we already were the person we were trying to become. And as we are doing that, we'll show up very differently in interactions with other women. And 
when we are confronted by, and I will say confronted by because that's what it feels like, when we're still not where we could be with our own self-confidence and our own security and safety, when we are confronted by the confidence, the self-expression, the self-love, the inner beauty coming out of another woman, we will receive her very, very differently. It will feel like a confrontation rather than an embrace. And I know that every woman out there has felt this way. Some of us, and some of you can't relate to this, and I'm so glad you can't, but some of us, it has been a way of life. I mean, for years, I couldn't understand why I felt jealous of, threatened by women who were really confident. It didn't matter how their physical body presented or whether or not society would say they were pretty. That inner confidence that you can just feel when you see or you meet a woman who really knows who she is and owns it, or she owns who she is right then as she's discovering who she is, when it feels like a threat, when it feels like a personal attack, when it feels like it's taking your paradigm and flipping it upside down, when it makes you feel tight in your chest, when it makes you want to criticize her, or if that woman, on top of having that inner knowing and confidence, also has something else that you think you don't have, whether it's the size of her breasts, the shape of her breasts, her rear end, her legs, her nose, her ears, her eyes, all of it, that can usually be the poisonous and deadly icing on the venomous cake. So it's like a double whammy. So we don't talk about this as women because we fear that we're the only one who feels this way and we don't want to out ourselves. We also don't want to look insecure and superficial because also as women, remember what our code is, right? We have to be nice. We have to be good. We have to put everyone ahead of ourselves. So if we admit we feel this way, and that we get triggered, and that we might possibly act this way, we're not going to talk about it. And if we do act this way, or we see or hear another woman acting this way, no one will say anything to us, and we will say nothing to them until it happens, right? Until we meet a woman who has done enough work to love herself enough, to love you enough, to invite you to love yourself enough to say, hold on a minute, what are you doing? This is about you and it has nothing to do with her. So about, I think it was a year or two ago, someone said to me, and and to be transparent, it was my own mother-in-law, criticized me for posting selfies in my Instagram account or Instagram story. And she said that I came across like a desperate 20-year-old seeking attention. She didn't ask me, hey, why do you post those selfies? She let me know why I post them. And she let me know it's because I need attention. And she said, you know you're cute. I mean, there's there's no need to do that. And it pierced my heart because I know why I post the selfies. I was posting the selfies to actually become more confident because I hate, hated, I'm growing, I hated how it felt to have any camera pointing at me, even my own. I knew that when other women posted selfies, I would say to myself, I wish I could be that confident. 
And so I started doing it to heal myself. So to have someone and someone I loved use that against me as a weapon was really, really, really hurtful. And you and I both know that everyone is a teacher and every experience is a lesson. It's always a chance for us to look at ourselves and say, what is this saying about you though? Yeah, but she shouldn't have. Yeah, but what is it saying about you, Jill? When have you done this? Well, I wasn't really ready to face that. And as I made an Instagram post today, and by the way, if you haven't found us on Instagram, BU Podcast is now on Instagram. So it's just BU underscore, B-E-Y-O-U underscore. So check us out there. And we've got some great content coming out both in our story and in the gallery. So when I went to post something today about this, I had to call myself out. In fact, the first line of my post is, are you a hypocrite like me? Because I realized that although what she said absolutely did hurt. I also know that I've done that in other ways to other women. And I don't like that I have. And I know it says everything about me and nothing about them. When you and I do that, it's just our wounds and our fear and our stories that we're not good enough, stories that we are afraid we're going to be too much, not feeling safe in our own selves, which comes across as insecurity, It's just that coming out and bouncing back off of someone else in our face. And the reason it happens is so that we can learn from it. That's the reason it's happening. The reason it's happening is so you and I can look at ourselves and say, oh gosh, what do I need to give myself? What do I need to say to myself? How do I need to nourish myself? How do I need to see myself as that? Why is she causing me to feel this way? In fact, She's not causing me to feel any way. Why am I feeling this way when I look at her and when I interact with her and when I hear about her? What are you trying to tell me? Ask spirit, ask divine, ask God, ask the universe, ask your angels, ask your inner knowing. What am I supposed to learn here? What would you like me to see? And sometimes it will be too painful to see. It will be so painful to see that we won't even ask the question, but we'll get to a point, I promise, as you're doing this work that we're doing in BU, you will get to the point where you'll ask the question. And then you'll get to the point where you'll ask the question. And when you get the answer, it'll sting. And then you'll get to the point where you'll ask the question, you'll get the answer, and you will it will not sting at all. And you'll go, oh, of course. Yeah. Thank you. And I promise that all this hurts at first, but it is like, well, it's not like ripping a Band-Aid off. <laughs> It's like ripping a hundred band-aids off one at a time, (laughs) but every time it gets better and better. And there will be a moment in time where you are no longer triggered by this. And it's not just, oh, thank God, I don't get triggered. What I have found is that I don't just not get triggered. Now I actually get to experience the beauty of the lesson without getting the lesson, right? I I get to walk into the classroom and sit down on a comfy couch and have a glass of water and just stay a while. That's what it feels like because all of a sudden new doors are opened. All of a sudden, because I've learned the lesson already, when I see this trigger and in this example, this beautiful, confident, unapologetic, badass woman, I don't just say, oh, I'm not triggered anymore. I now get to go, oh, wow, look at her. And it's not a fake, you go girl. No, no, no. It's not a fake women empowering women. It's not a fake, I support you. It's a genuine, 
oh, I'm so glad I saw you. Let me just drink in your beauty and your confidence. And by the way, what's your message for this world? You came across my path for a reason. It wasn't just for me to learn about my triggers. Let me look at you now. What do you say? And you'll see this depth in her that you could not see through your lens of fear and shame and judgment and insecurity, but it's there. And the best part of all is that when you see that beauty, you realize that it was already in you. Because remember, she's still a mirror. She's not just your mirror when she's mirroring your insecurities. Once you see her beauty, she's mirroring your beauty, your strength, your talents, your gifts, your magic, your sparkle, your confidence. She's mirroring you. How do I know that? Because you can't see what you don't already have in you. Everything's a reflection. So when you see beauty in me, it's because you're able to see beauty in you. And when I see beauty in you, it's because I see beauty in me. And when I see beauty in me, I'm able to see beauty in you. So until we have done this work, gone on this journey of saying, I am safe, I am enough. I am secure. You know, the work of releasing old attachments to pain and insecurity, and I'm not enough, and my parents didn't love me, and no one provided for me, and this person wronged me, and that person hurt me. And in the way we release that, remember, it's called somatic work, and I'm in love with it. And yes, I talk about it a lot because I need to, because we deserve this conversation. Soma means body. So somatic work, it's body work. And the way we release all of the stuff that's clouding up our lens, that's causing us to see her as something other than beautiful, other than wonderful, is through our breath and through movement, moving our body. And we've talked about it in other episodes, and we'll go into it even more in future episodes. But until we've done that and released that and and truly loved ourselves, because you can't really love yourself when you're stuck up and clogged up and gunked up with all of this shit, this pain. You can't really love yourself. There's so much self-love stuff out there and it's beautiful and it's wonderful and it can only go so deep. You got to get the shit out of you. So before we've gotten that out of us, this is what will happen when we encounter what we wish we had in another woman what we wish we were in another woman, what we fear we are not in another woman. It will feel like confrontation rather than an embrace. This is what we'll do. First, we'll find some sort of flaw in her and we'll emphasize it, but we'll do it in a really sweet way. We'll try to make it nice. We'll say things like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure she's wonderful. It's just, I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't really love that whole plumped up fake lips, fake boobs, Botox filler thing. I mean, she's beautiful and everything, but we'll find some sort of flaw in her and we'll put a magnifying glass and a spotlight on it and we'll just stick it in the conversation. It's like pretending that you are handing someone flowers And you hand them the flowers, but snuck in there somewhere is like a mad hornet. Oh, was that there? I didn't realize that. (laughs) Most women won't outright call out another woman 
in a rude, mean way. We will do it, and I say we, in a sweet way. It's like putting, as we've said before, whipped cream on poop, sprinkles on mouse turds. We might even compliment her. That's the bouquet of roses. We're, We're complimenting her while leaving the thorns on the stems. And we find some sort of flaw, right? Because we feel threatened. Why do we feel threatened? Because we ourselves do not feel truly safe and secure in ourselves. We don't truly, truly love who we are. So we can't truly express ourselves fully and we can't show up in life as secure and confident. So she feels like a threat. She's not, but she feels like a threat. So we want to attack her by finding some sort of flaw and making sure everybody sees that flaw so they don't see what we believe she has that we don't. The second thing we do is we attack her intentions, her character. She's full of herself. She's too much. She just wants attention. As in my example, she's like an attention-seeking 20-year-old. Why does she need to do that? So I've done this before. And it's been subconscious and it's been conscious. I have done this. I'm not proud of this. My God, not at all. But it's true. I have done this where I have felt threatened by someone who I thought had something I didn't have. And I wanted to be nice about it. But I also didn't want to say anything about her physical appearance because then I would look completely insecure. So I would say something like, oh, she's so beautiful. I just wish she were nicer. Like, she's just not very nice. Even if that's true, saying it is just expressing our own insecurities and our own wounds. There's just there's no reason for it other than that. And the third thing we do, I love this one. I've done this one too. Because if we don't find the flaw and emphasize it and we don't attack who she is or who we think she is or who we want people to think she is, we just pretend she doesn't trigger us. Oh, she's awesome. Yep. She's great. Love her. Yeah. Secretly feeling completely jealous and threatened and secretly hating her. I was telling our relationship coach that I used to see, so my friend Joy Harrington, she's been on the podcast. Joy's amazing. Go follow her on Instagram, by the way. And I had done enough work that when I came across Joy, I did not have any desire anymore to find flaws in women and emphasize them or say anything negative about them if I felt like they were more confident than me or more successful than me or more beautiful than me or all of it together. But what did happen was when I saw her reels on Instagram and saw how she showed up, I was jealous and it quickly flipped to excited for myself to get to that point. And that's what will happen as you go through this journey of self-exploration and excavation and love. You won't just not be triggered. As I said, you'll have this beautiful invitation for something more beautiful. So when I saw her, much, much younger, just beautiful, intelligent, super successful, confident, you know, doing these great reels, dancing around. So I looked at her and my genuine response was, I want her in my life. I can't wait until I have that level of confidence and good for fucking joy. Good for her, especially so young. I can't imagine feeling that way at her age. What a gift to her children, especially her daughter. It really excited me and ignited me rather than threatening me. And that's coming from a place of truth. 
And the reason is because I every day am feeling safer and safer and more secure in my own body, just by myself, in and of myself. Every day I'm growing, every day I'm learning, and not every day, but more and more often I'm releasing. You know, that unbecoming that we talk about, I realize now because of everything I'm learning in this Elementum course that I've referenced before, how important this somatic work is, this release. So as I release, I unbecome. And as I unbecome, I become. So I'm inviting you to take a look at what your first honest and true response and reaction and thought is when you see, when you encounter a woman who's fully self-expressed, who loves herself and who is confident, If you're doing one of these things that I mentioned, it's okay. Give yourself grace. It's just a signal. It's just an invitation to look inward. It's just an invitation to look in the mirror and say, I love you. You are beautiful. You are confident. You are magnetic. And if you don't feel that yet, know that it is there, I'm telling you, because every day I'm feeling more and more secure and safe and confident. I want all of you, I want every woman And I want all of our daughters to feel that way going through this world, especially with what we and our children are faced with, with social media. There's so much competition. There's just so much out there that could cause us to get derailed. And my hope and prayer is that we stay on the track of love for us and love for other women. So thank you again for your time. Thank you for being a part of this BU collective. Thank you for sharing the episodes with others. The fact that we are in now 60 countries is mind-boggling, but at the same time, I'm not surprised. And I want you to think that way about yourself and about your goals and your desires. It may boggle your mind, like how the hell will that? And at the same time, oh yeah, it's gonna happen. Because I don't know how, but I know it will. And that's what I felt when I walked forward in the invitation that God gave me to do this podcast. No idea how to do it, what it would look like. I just knew deep down it needed to happen and that something amazing was going to happen. And it's happening. And it could not have happened because of you. And I don't say that because I think it sounds good to say that. It couldn't have happened because of you. It, It doesn't matter you know, if I think this message is important and wonderful. It matters if you do. And you do, and you're sharing it with other people. And and again, look, I only take credit for showing up consistently. And that's a big deal, right? I take credit for that. I own that. I receive the compliments. Thank you. And I do not take credit for the message. I take credit for the work I've done on on myself all these years. But I can't take credit for the lessons. I can't take credit for what created the desire to look at myself. That was something so much bigger than me. And every message that's transmuted through this microphone every time I press record is a little bit of me and a lot of something much bigger. So I thank my guides. I thank God. I thank all of my teachers in this physical life, all of the pain, all of the struggles, all of the tears. And I thank all of you for being here with me today as this unfolds day after day. 
and I'm so glad you're with me, and I'm right here with you. We're all in different stages of our journey, but we're all on the same journey, the same big journey toward finding and loving ourselves. So please continue to leave a rating and a review of BU. Someone asked me the the other day, does that really matter? It really does. And I'm going to tell you how it's going to help you. I'll tell you what you're going to get out of it. By you leaving me a five-star rating and a really great review, that is going to help me get amazing guests for you, right? So I'm this little tadpole in the sea of big fish now. And yes, we have this great, we can say to everybody that we broke the top 100 and it really helps to have a lot of ratings and great reviews because when I go to people that I know you want to hear from and they're a pretty big deal, they need to see that. That gives me the street cred. So if you and your friends would please do that, it really is a gift to you and your community as much as it is to me. I have some people I'm dreaming to have on this podcast. And um, you can help me make that happen by doing that. So thank you. If you loved this, please, again, send a screenshot to your friends. Send it out to your communities. Ask them to take a listen. And I appreciate you so much.